it's um been a minute the world is burning so you know, while there is a fire being lit under your ass you don't have time to record a podcast to talk about knives I don't know. I don't know what I'd be talking about on this podcast. I haven't listened to it yet. Because I am embarrassed of myself. This is a joke. But also not really. I don't like the sound of my voice. I don't like listening back to things I've recorded. Or sang. Or said. I'd love to leave it to the universe. The universe will (laughs) do the listening back. You know? Not me. Miss Universe, she'll do the work. She gets paid. I pay her bi-weekly. Every fortnight, I pay her. I pay her some good, good money. I uh, I send some affirmations up into her. That's, that's what I pay her. I don't have money. I lied. I don't have a cent to my name. So, she gets affirmations. That's enough to keep her going. You know? It's a win-win situation. I affirm myself. And I love words of affirmation. So, I do what I love. I affirm myself. It builds my self-esteem. Makes me feel good about myself. And Miss Universe is just getting a lot of positivity. You know, injected into her. She loves it. We're friends. Anyway. So, um... Past few weeks have been... Ooh... I don't want to say hectic because a lot of good came out of the situation. But um, l- leading up to the, um, the 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 good parts, the good bits, and the positivity that came out before that, like the negativity and the really like shit fest, I will say, was really shitty. And really a shit fest. It was the shittiest of fists. And, um, it was nothing I ever want to go through, ever, again. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna, like, expose myself, give the tea on a public platform. Because one of y'all... Gonna find me. Like, there was this one instance. There was this dude I was talking to. We were vibing. Closed, inverted commas. I don't know what they're called. (laughs) I I did the, like, hand sign thing. And then I was like, okay, they can't see me doing the hand sign thing. I need to explain, you know. But those things, those, those things that you put when there's dialogue... Oh my gosh. Anyway, close inverted commas, I think, is what they're called. No, I don't think so. But anyway, we were vibing. And when I meet someone, I don't like to give too much information about myself. Oh, it sounds like I'm famous. <laughs> it sounds like I'm, like, well-known. Like I'm an influencer or something. I'm, I'm nothing of the sort. But there's a lot about me on the internet that has been put there without my knowing. For example, um, I I deleted my Facebook in 2016 because I just didn't 
I was uncomfortable with peeping. Ooh. I was uncomfortable with peeping. Why? <laughs> oh my gosh, my speech. Let's try that again. I wasn't comfortable with people knowing information about me without my consent. Because the thing about me, and this is something I'm working on, is that I like to shape people's perceptions and opinions of me. I don't want you to form opinions of me without my consent, without me doing it for you. (laughs) That's essentially what I'm trying to get at. So I deleted my Facebook. I don't know. I don't want you to know what I looked like in the seventh grade. It was not a good time. I was <laughs> the pits, the pits, and I don't feel comfortable pe- with people, re- people that I've just met and have only known for a few months. Just they have so much power over them having access to information about me that I've put on the internet when I was a child. Not cute. I was a stupid asshole child. Well, that's aggressive but really i was i i i i didn't even look through my facebook when i deleted it i said everything is going every picture is gone so any friends i made in primary school you're gone i have no idea what y'all look like now i do have some memory because i reconnected with a friend from primary school yeah anyway so back to the story about this dude i was vibing with So I deleted my Facebook in 2016 and I made a new Facebook two years ago so I could, it's a very specific reason, so I could follow the Korean embassy's Facebook and just (laughs) get details about what was happening, like um, upcoming events. And I just like went to everything in 2018 and I went to movie nights, I went to talent shows, I just... I loved immersing myself in everything the Korean embassy had to offer for people who enjoy Korean culture. And I just loved it. I I enjoyed myself. So I made that Facebook for that reason only. And I didn't even use my my full name. I used my nickname, Yaya. Because I didn't want nobody to find me. So, So I used that name. And so this dude, this dude I was talking to this year, 2020, he, he's like, I've met some really weird people this year who, they're too needy. I want someone who's aloof and probably low-key hates me. I think that's what I'm into is a toxic tumultuous relationship that breaks me down internally you know that's a joke that's that's a joke i don't want to put myself through that shit again um it was not cute but anyway um so this dude um I'm just like talking and he's like, you know what? You're such an interesting person. I want to get to know you more. I really like you. And I'm like, guy, I barely know you. You barely know me. I just, (laughs) you see my profile picture and it's cute. I'm cute. But that's not me. 
Well, it is me. I took the picture. It's me. But I'm not that picture. I am that picture, but inside, am I really? But I am. <laughs> Heike, I am. But, like, he's like, and I know you're into, like, Korean stuff. Um, I think he said Asian stuff. I, and he's like, I saw on your Facebook. I'm like, wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. How did you find my Facebook? How did you get there? How did you find me? I thought I was incognito. I thought I was low-key with the things I was doing. Why have you found me out? I've been exposed. I don't like it. And he's like, yeah, no, I, I like, searched your name and your surname. <laughs> How does he know my surname? Nobody knows my surname unless you're a friend in real life. And we see each other face to face. And you know my surname. If you're like someone from the internet, like friends I've made on the internet, you don't even know who the hell I am. <laughs> you just know that I'm Yaya. I am cute as <laughs> cute. That's not even the word. I am fine. I'm a fish bitch. I'm fishy as hell. I don't know. I've just been using fish. I've been watching. <sighs> I might have a problem. I've been watching a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race. And I've been watching a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race since like July. But like what's happened now is that I'm re-watching seasons I've already watched like twice. <laughs> problem. I just want to reiterate, though, that I love Valentina. She's my person. Like, there's certain drag queens that um, you see on Drag Race, and they're, you know, like, fan favorite. But then there's certain things about them you're like, uh, kind of sketch. But Valentina, she is so whimsical. She's so delusional. She lives in her own fantasy. And I relate to that. I am Valentina. We're the same person, and I love that about her. Anyway, yeah, so, what? Oh, I, uh, related to me saying fish. Yeah, no, I've been watching a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race, and I say fish for everything. And I also say, um, word the house down. Like, I was trying on heels earlier. I wasn't trying on heels. I, I, the heels exist in my house. They're mine. I've had them. But I was watching season four of All Stars and I've always loved Naomi. I think she is a fucking model. She's an icon. And I love the way she walks. I'm so jealous of the way she walks. And I'm like, I've been watching so much Drag Race. I should be able to walk. And in my head, I'm like, through the power of osmosis, the walking ability must have transferred from the screen to me. So, I should know how to walk. Let me walk. I don't know how to walk. Yeah. It was not cute. I did the shoulders back, hips forward. That thing Naomi is known for. Shoulders back, editorial vogue thing. Um, it doesn't look cute on me. <laughs> I'm not Naomi can never be I'm not that kind of girl anyway so yeah 
Um, so people don't know what my full name is. They just know me as Yaya. Certain people that I become close to through the internet, um, I tell them my real name because I'm like, I trust you with my full name. <laughs> I'll give you the rest of the syllables, you know? Give you the rest of the letters. You know, we're close now. Um, but this dude, he found my Facebook. And not only did he find my Facebook, um, so in 2018, I was doing a lot of Korean embassy shit. Um, I entered the K-pop Changwon Festival. So this is a festival where K-pop stands perform K-pop songs. So you can either sing or you can dance. That's literally the only two categories. <laughs> but yeah, I decided to sing. And in the following year, 2019, um, I decided to dance. So, um, in 2018, the embassy posted my video on their Facebook, and I thought that was nice. It, it made me feel very validated. <laughs> That's where I get my validation and reassurance from. I have a very low self-esteem. I need to get external reassurance. Uh, a problem I'm working on. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, they posted their video, and they didn't post everyone's performance. They just posted a few that stood out. Um, I, was wearing, I was wearing a very African traditional outfit so i think maybe that's why they posted me on their facebook they're like look we have we have a, a traditional black <gasps> sorry i don't i don't know why i said that i thought it was funny but then i heard myself say it and i'm like Ey! yeah um so they posted it on their their facebook and i was like woo yay and um last year which was just the 2019 K-pop Changwon Festival for me was not fun. It was not. I actually had a really terrible time looking back on it in comparison to 2018. 2018 was one of the most... Oh, the experience really just... It was so good. Like, surrounded by just really amazing people who made me feel very comfortable and loved and at, a, at home. And 2019, for multiple reasons, was just not the same. Um, anyway, not going to shade anybody. Well, not doing any such thing. Anyway, so um, the 2019 Changwon K-pop Festival, they posted my video on their YouTube. I didn't know until like a few weeks ago when this dude was, was telling me about like you're into Korean stuff and all of this that I decided to go Google myself. Then I found the video. <sighs> hectic. <laughs> it really was hectic. I just, I looked so, I didn't look happy first of all. <laughs> I didn't look happy. I just, also I was... I was not a skinny legend. I was, ooh, my chins, double chin, double teeth, baby désolé. Anyway, like, I, I, it was hectic, man. Just wasn't a good time. And he, I'm like, he saw this? This is what he saw? The internet needs to go. Let's, let's destroy all parts of the internet. It has to go. It's done nothing for me. Just gotta go. Oh my gosh. 
sorry for the silence but i just completely forgot what this episode was about <laughs> i like i looked off into the distance and i'm like there was a purpose for this like i switched this on with a goal in mind but now I've forgotten i just started talking about like festivals and hmm. oh Yeah, anyway, uh, so yeah, um, not comfortable with people. I don't think, though, that I could handle being an influencer. I know it's like, it's not like someone's offered me the opportunity to become an influencer. Someone's just like put it on the table and they're like, you could be an influencer, okay? Starting today, just from now on, influencer. That's the life you'll be living. Um... I do like, I feel like I'm very outspoken and I just love to, I love people to hear my opinions. Even if y'all didn't ask, y'all finna hear them. I just love to also write a lot of just unsolicited think pieces. Like unprovoked for no reason, just because I feel like it that day. But I just don't think I'd be able to, to be an influencer. Like, um, on Twitter which is a place I left years ago because um, I had become pretty popular within the South African K-pop community and I was having fun because I met a lot of amazing people and we connected on such a astral level and I was just, I felt like people were listening to me. I felt, I felt liked, you know, I felt important. I was like, whenever I tweet, they see it, they like it, they retweet it. And even, like, popular big K-pop accounts were following me. They were replying to me, responding. Like, it was so interactive. And I got validation from it because I'm like, then I must be interesting. Then I must be funny. Then I must be all these good things that I want to be. Because I'm getting enough retweets to fill that, you know. It's that instant gratification thing that comes from using the internet. Um, which is a problem. <laughs> Uh, these past three weeks I've learned that it is a problem and uh, I'm not going to tell people how to live their life on the internet. If you want to spend like eight hours on Twitter, go ahead. I can't. It's not something I can do. It's not something I ever want to do because um, it had gotten to the point where I wasn't really engaging in the real world. I was waking up, tweeting that I had woken up, <laughs> like, I was really annoying, um, I would, like, wake up, tweet, go eat breakfast, tweet, I was just, it was like, who, who, who cares, people did care, <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie, people did care, and I feel like if I'd continued the way I was moving, I could have become very popular and been very influential within the South African K-pop community, but that's not something I want, <laughs> um, I sound very, like, conceited and just, like, I could have been, I could have been popular. I could have been so much more than what I am. But I, I gave it all up to live a normal life so I could have a childhood and whatnot. Like, girl, it's not that deep. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I don't feel comfortable. And I know that also... Like, I'd just be speaking on the internet. And, uh, like, the internet, people who probably don't want to know certain things about me, they probably know it. 
but like also i like to keep certain things private because um so when you like tell the entire internet that it's been a shit day and one person responds it's like ooh ooh <laughs> so it's like like go message a friend like i know you have friends go message a friend saying that yo dude i'm not coping right now like this whole we live in a society and this is something i noticed like um there was a group chat that i was in and we'd all become really close and certain people had broken away from the group to like you know make closer friendships and whatnot and there was this one instance where one of the people in the group chat um posted something they left the group people were like oh my gosh where did they go what's happening and they posted a status saying like everything's hectic like i'm just going through the absolute most and someone asked like what's happening what's up and the person was like nothing it's all right it's okay and then everyone in the group was like oh (laughs) okay then and that's the thing that's the thing i am very much like that person i expect people to be witches and sangomas what's the english word for sangomas um african healers right i expect people to read my mind and you know find out that huh maybe maybe she's sad today maybe uyanda's feeling a little down and it's like no goofball <laughs> if you want help ask for help this bullshit where people just don't they want to to go through shit on their own but you know that they don't want to because they'll post something on the internet like oh bitch sad face sad face crying face crying face and you go like what's up and they're like nothing and it's like no one can help you if you don't speak no one can help you if you don't want help you may secretly low-key want help but if you want that help you will be open to it and this is something that i have had to learn um yeah i tend to isolate myself when i'm going through shit because it's like no one cares about my problems like everyone is is going through shit we're all dealing with this pandemic all of our like the world is burning we're all in the world right now and i just i'm not one to like go out and be like it's so sad but sometimes i am i don't want like people that know me to hear this and be like you're a liar sometimes i am okay i'll expose myself you know but like um i've learned that if i need help i need to ask for it if you want friendship ask for it like you can't go through something not tell anyone not reach out to anyone and be upset that you went through that certain thing and no one was there for you you didn't allow people to be there for you and yeah i might be sounding like an asshole but this is just mostly to me that's your fault that's on you baby girl like i get it that you you 
for me personally, I don't like being vulnerable. That's just something that scares the living shit out of me. So even like help with like the smallest of things, it freaks me out because I'm like, I'm not okay with this vulnerability. It makes me very uncomfortable. But vulnerability is not a weakness. It's a strength. There's strength in vulnerability, in the ability to say, I can't do this on my own. I need help. And that's essentially what these whole three weeks have been about, is just me being open to help. And I think from here on out, it's just going to have to be being open to the relationships that I have and cherish in my life. I think that this... um. I don't want to say it's resentment, because that is hectic. <laughs> but this sense of... um. Slight resentment, I can't think of another word. I was going to try and find like a, a less hectic synonym, but I can't, not for the life of me. But um, the slight resentment I have to certain friends, because I feel like they haven't been there in times where I needed them the most, that is unfair. That is just unfair. Um, I didn't reach out asking for them to be there. They're living their life. They have their own stresses. They don't know. They can't sense that shit. Like, no one's gonna be sitting, watching a YouTube video, and then all of a sudden they're like, Oh my gosh, Uyanda, she's in trouble. Like, girl, these people are not mind readers. No one is a mind reader. I think that's uh, something that I need to understand, is that people can't read minds. I know that's a hard concept to grasp but people really do not be reading minds they do not be do not be reading minds so from here on out i will be open and allowing myself to feel the love and support that is waiting outside because, like, something my mom said that was very, um, like, it, it, it hit me pretty hard. Is that um, during my birthday, it was, like, during, like, the, when lockdown was, was very extreme. And it was the height of the virus. And I was just not coping. Not, not even this lightest bit. <laughs> I was being self-destructive. I just, it was gross. Anyway, um, uh, my mom's friend, who she is known for most of her life, called to wish me happy birthday, but I didn't answer, and she also messaged me. I didn't answer, um, because I, I felt like I was justified not answering, because I felt like shit in that moment, and I can just be an asshole and just not answer. <laughs> and then, um, my mom... I think this was like a week ago. She was like, you should call her. Not about the birthday thing. Just like, call her. Because she wants to be there for you. She really cares about you and loves you. And she's like, open yourself up to the love that surrounds you. And I was, that was like, it's like true. I just have a lot of blessings. Blessings in my life. And I'm blessed with amazing people in my life like 
Ooh. I must got really emotional. Oh! No. No, bitch, I am emotional. <laughs> um, I haven't cried in, like, a month. Which, um, is a bit concerning. Because me is always crying. <laughs> like, 2020 me is never not crying. If she's not crying, she's probably asleep. Uh, so, like, this past four weeks during the thing that was happening. Um... I don't cry. Not once. Well, once. <laughs> once. It was, um, anyway. Uh, I haven't cried because, like, when I was at school, I would cry for the smallest of things. There was this one instance where I knew that I was just not, I, I could not go on the way I was going on because it was, I was, yeah, anyway. Um, I was making my bed, and, like, it was a bit misaligned, and I started, I broke down. But, like, I haven't cried in a while, and I literally just almost cried right now, talking about the people in my life, but, like, oh, no, I think I'm gonna cry. (laughs) Like, I'm trying to, like, distract myself from the idea of crying, because I don't wanna. I don't vibe with that shit no more. She says, as she... Five minutes earlier had mentioned that vulnerability is a strength. She is a fake. She's a fraud. Anyway, so like the people in my life. I'm so grateful for the people in my life. Like I am blessed with the family and friends that I have. Like, I really think that I just lucked out in the... Well, family is not anything you can choose. <laughs> like, they were given to me by default. <laughs> so, like, they're there. Even if I hated them, they'd still be there. Like, it is what it is. But friends, um... I actually, like, literally love my friends so much. Like, I really think that they're just, like, amazing people that, like, deserve, like, the best in life. Like, they deserve the world. And, oh, there she goes. And, um, yeah. Anyway. Okay, um, another podcast episode where she cries. Can she come up with something else? No, she cannot. <sighs> but anyway, um, it's been a, it's been a, 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 an interesting four, four weeks. Uh, but I'm looking forward to what the rest of the year has to offer. Like I'm looking forward to just you know, human connection. Human interaction. Yeah. And I will be staying away from Romantic relationships. Not that I've have it, have had any. They've been messy and I don't think that sounds gonna translate well 
through the podcast. I made a vomiting sound. I made a... I'll stop. I'll stop. But um, I think I'm going to try... Not try and stop. I'm going to stop trying to get external validation. I, It's not... Like, it's sad. The validation needs to come from within. And it coming from within means me succeeding at things I love doing well or even if I don't do well at things I love putting in the work doing things to the best of my ability even if it's things that I just uh, feel like they're not worth my time it is worth your time like just do the fucking work stop being lazy that assignment is not going to do itself You have to do it. You have to put in the work. (sighs) Sorry. Did you hear that? I just burped. My bad. But yeah, also, I have my cats. Sorry, I didn't. I know. Super random. Not super random. My cats are my everything. I absolutely love my cats. They're really aloof. And I know they only care about me when they need food. There's this thing that they do where they all lounge outside my bed in the morning waiting for me to feed them. And then once I fed them, they go their separate ways. They go wherever the hell they want to go. They're like, we have had our needs met. Let's... um. I don't know, go terrorize people in the streets. I don't know what they do when they leave the house. But I love my cats. I think my cats are, like, really beautiful people. And, um, I think, though, um, yeah, no, I'm getting emotional about my cats now. This has gotten weird. This is, uh gone to a very weird place but like I love my cats so much they're just these beautiful souls I think they were sent to me for a reason because they they do um make my soul happy they really do like all three of them they're just the most Oh, and when they meow outside my bed, not outside my bed, outside my, like, outside the room for me to feed them, they meow with such, like, with such vigor, and it's just like, I love y'all, I love y'all, and I will do anything to ensure that y'all are happy, healthy, well taken care of, and you do everything to ensure that you're my Emotional support animals. My baby Lima, she not my actual baby. I don't have a baby. My child, oh, my cat. I think I'll just stick with cats because then I'm gonna get confused. Um, my cat, she she does this thing, Lima, where she like sits outside my my door, even when she's not hungry, because she does this thing where she comes into my room just to come into my room. And I absolutely love her. I think, um, I think she's like my person. I feel like there's a piece of me inside of her and there's a piece of her inside of me. 
I know though that there's parts of her inside of me because she sheds a lot. And when I breathe or inhale, I just know that the fur is going straight into my lungs. So I know that Lima is inside of me. She's in my lungs. She's sitting. Yeah. Anyway, so I just wanted to say, um, speak to people, you know, speak to friends, just about anything, really, it doesn't have to be of importance, you know, like, you don't have to talk about the, you don't have to talk about politics, you don't have to talk about the climatic, the political climate within the the world right now. You can talk about like fuck it, the fucking weather, man. You can talk about um, Ujin, who is a nasty human being. That got weird. Now I'm talking about K-pop. I was talking about K-pop anyway. But um, you can talk about how Ten is the nation's dancer. How Ten is the nation's person. I've never met a person who stands in CT who isn't absolutely in love with Ten. Like, they can have their own bias, but Ten is their person. Ten is my person. Ten, since 2017, has been my person. And he'll never not be my person. I love the fact that he's getting paid and he, he eats. He has food. That is just joy to me. Ten is like Lima. I feel about Ten the same way I do about Lima. No. No, that's too problematic. I love my cat more than Ten. I don't know Ten, personally. Ten could actually be low-key. He could be like a terrible person. I don't trust these K-pop people anymore. Not after the whole... Well, the whole Wujin thing did nothing for me. (laughs) I don't care. I really don't. I just, it's not anything that bothers me in any way, because I do not care for him as a person. I did not care for him when he was a part of Stray Kids. So it's like, anyway, I don't know why I began talking about K-pop. Anyway, that's all. And remember, if you don't love this... Sorry, I fucked that up. If you don't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Like, I think RuPaul's a very problematic person. And, you know, he, he's very... He's an opportunist. And you can see that in a lot of, like, challenges and things that are done in RuPaul's Drag Race. But I think, um, this is a lot of profound things that resonate with a lot of people. And it's probably a script. I'm kidding. No, I think, I think RuPaul is of importance within the LGBTQ plus community. Like, I won't take that away from him. What he's done for the community, like, I... I give him props for that. But also, yeah. well, he's a human. But anyway, um, I will see you when I have a, another breakdown. <laughs> Joking. I'm not having any more breakdowns for the rest of the year. If I do, 
yikes then the whole year needs to go Ugh. it gotta go it, it gotta go anyway bye